Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. Later on tonight, Game 5 in San Fran, Celtics and Warriors right here on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. Scott Galetti is going to join us in the 6 o'clock hour. He's Sam Hauser. I'm Joe O'Neill. Joining us now, like he does every week, and we appreciate him doing so, is the head coach technical director for New Mexico United, uh, Zach Prince. And uh, saw you today, coach, and... Uh, Man, uh, you know, we're talking about this jump uh, in the table you've made and, uh, you know, all these other things that are going so well. I mean, you've won your last two, uh, four games, 12 points. You haven't lost your last six. Uh, but you really like to hone in on what's right in front of you, and that's the Oakland Roots on Wednesday night, Coach. That's the way you think, isn't it? That's right. I mean, we, we just can't get ahead of ourselves ever. And then also, I mean, you know, just with our scouting process and, and the way we just go through a week as a staff, there's really no nowhere else to really think. And, and we have to just force ourselves almost to just think about what's right in front of us because we dive so deep into, you know, the opponent. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about this challenge. It's going to be a tough game, and we're excited for it. Right. And when topics like, you know, uh travel or in-game execution and different things come up, um, your response generally is like, you know, there's really one way to approach all of that, and and that's, you know, with experience and with professionalism, uh, and obviously it's translated to your players, too. Today at the presser, uh, Sergio Rivas was asked about playing a home game coming up or whatever, and he's like, well, we love home games, but... We love playing on the road, too. That's the kind of mentality that, that you guys bring to the table, Coach. Well, I think you just got to look at each and every game as a different challenge and a different experience that you're going to go and have. And so if you look at it like that, then you're not looking forward to one specific scenario. You're looking forward to just the next scenario. And what, what that means is, you know, we're never going to play in Oakland again um, you know, this regular season. And so we just got to make sure that we take advantage of this. It's, it's, uh, you know, a difficult place to play as far as their, you know, they have turf that's, uh, you know, just not, not the nicest turf in the world. Right. Got to use that to our advantage. And so if, if we don't, then, and we're looking forward towards home games, we're just doing ourselves, uh, a real injustice. So we, we just got to be focused on that. Yeah, and like you said, you 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 there's there's some teams that might choose to say, "Hell, we're going to play at a below standard field and it's they got they don't even have real turf and they're play, you know, but you you're looking at it embracing uh that opportunity uh to get a win in Oakland which might not come back the rest of the year. We're talking to head coach technical director of New Mexico United, Zach Prince. They're on a roll. They've uh, won their last 4 games, uh 12 points. They've jumped in the standings. Uh, dramatically, uh, but a lot of season ahead, including 10 home games. Uh, so we often press you up about this guy scoring goals and this guy. Uh, I do, uh, I, I talked to Andy Hageman, who does uh, the analyst role on our broadcast along with Adam Deal, and I learn a lot from him. And he, he talks about how, uh, what an advantage it is for you guys to go into every game uh, having Kalen Ryden and Alex Tambakis uh, on your back line there, uh, Coach. Uh, so you, you can't uh, 
uh, lose a game with a clean sheet. Uh, so, you know, having those two guys for starters before the game even gets going, uh, what an advantage is that is to you, uh, especially then when you can get those goals and break this thing open, you've got that stability back end. It's not just them. The way we approach the game defensively is we look at put a lot of pressure and give a lot of information to our front uh, players, so our nines that that play, and so it, they're really our first line of defense. And so if they're if they're not doing their job, then it makes everyone's responsibility behind them more difficult. And they do such a good job of making play predictable and allowing us to uh, you know force the ball in certain scenarios where we want to win it. And uh, so it, it really starts with them. And when I look at shutouts and when I look at you know, just being good defensively, it's it's definitely a collective effort. It's not one or two guys. Of course, Alex and, and Kalen and Will and Rosh and all these guys do a phenomenal job defensively. You see massive blocks that they have and, you know, penalty save at the end of the game. And and But it really starts with the work of our front uh, players, and, and, and they do a phenomenal job. New Mexico United head coach, technical director Zach Prince with us on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. How have you seen the, the communication develop over the course of the season, coach? As you're talking about these guys, you have your, your front line, you have, uh, the, you have the guys working well, a little bit more closely with Alex Timbakis, and so everybody has to be on that same page, and they, um, and they have to communicate uh, with each other just as much as you do once, they, once the game actually gets going. So how have you seen that develop over the last few weeks and months? What? I think that's a great question, and I think it really starts not only with our you know communication on the field, but our communication off the field as well. And what that what I mean by that is you know spending a lot of time with each other, getting to know people's personalities, know what makes them tick, just you know as a person and not just a player. And we spend a ton of time together. And these guys is you know they're all good people, and uh, that that allows everyone to know if if they're being hard on you in the moment, then they're just trying to hold you accountable because they want what's best for the team. And it took us time to get through that. And, and there's no there's no shortcut to that. And so um, I'm happy that we're where we are in that in that phase of things. But at the same time, we still we still can uh, we can be better and we communicate more fluidly. And, and you can never play a perfect game, but we'll always strive towards it. New Mexico United on the road at Oakland Roots Wednesday night, 8 o'clock start. We'll have the pregame. 7 o'clock, you're on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And, and so all the focus and attention right now, Coach, is on this upcoming match here in a couple days with Oakland Roots. But you know, we, especially this time of year with the with playoffs going on in certain sports, but even just across the board as we're talking sports, the word momentum gets thrown out a lot anytime we're talking about win streaks or even just a, if something good happens. And I've always found it interesting because you can ask a hundred different people their thoughts about momentum carrying over from game to game or season to season, whatever it is, and you can get a hundred different answers. So what what have your thoughts been just about about how momentum carries between uh, different uh, different points in a season? Yeah, I think momentum is really interesting because I think it, it is uh, psychologically, you know, can be an advantage. But at the same time, if you start a game poorly, then all the momentum you've built up over the past four games, you know, will go straight out of the window. So you have to treat momentum delicately. And, and what I think that means is you give an honest effort every day. And it's not just on the day of the game. It's on the day of training and you push yourself. We all push ourselves as a staff and as a, as a collective group 
And if you do that consistently, then that's your standard. And if you're if you're below your standard, then then that's when your momentum will slide. And so we just have to make sure we maintain our standards. And uh, if we do that, then then we're going to put ourselves in a good situation to carry our momentum. But it's really interesting, you know, watching the NBA playoffs and watching the different things, how it swings so quickly in different sports. And you know, you feel like you know Golden State, for instance, is you know, out of it, and, you know, the Celtics are on top of them going into game four, and then game four, you know, is a completely different scenario where you see Steph Curry just do a phenomenal job carrying his team in that moment, and so you can see it flip so quickly, and so that's why you have to be really careful about the way you treat it and not be too overconfident when you go into it and have your standard of, you know, this is the way we approach a game and we can't do it any differently because we've had some success. Yeah, Coach. Well, since you kind of keep paying attention to some degree to the NBA playoffs here, here was Steph Curry talking about that, uh, that whole element of, of momentum. Here's Steph Curry, Coach. A lot of it is because of how hostile the environment was, the fans chanting, doing all their you know, shenanigans and all that. Boston knowing how big of a game it is for them. If they get the win, they take you know control of the series. So it's all that mixed into the, and the experience, knowing how fickle momentum is in, in there you go right that's, that's from steph curry himself there uh, unless you capitalize on him you know m- m- uh, momentum does nothing for you coach it, it is and it's it's interesting i haven't heard that quote from him but i mean i respect that guy so much he he's such a phenomenal player and not not only a phenomenal player in the way he approaches the game but his skill set is just unbelievable uh, of how he can create shots and, you know, get to the rim at his size and all those types of things. It's pretty incredible, but his mentality to not let, you know, he embraces, you know, Boston, you know, treating him the way they treat him as far as, you know, getting on him with everything and trying to get in his head. He, he fuels that and it's really impressive to see. And I, I, I love that guy. I really do. Is there anything that's unique to soccer in that regard, Coach? Because there are intangibles across sports, you know, and, and you mentioned a lot of them there talking about your team and even talking about Golden State. But as far as carrying that momentum and, you know, making sure that you're doing the right things, like a lot of that does translate from sport to sport, no matter which one it is. But is there anything that is unique to soccer in that regard? Well, I just think it, with soccer and basketball in the, in the same situation, I, I grew up playing basketball quite often and, and played until. You know, I was a little bit older, but uh, what's so unique about those two sports in general are, you know, the fluidity of the play and, like, you know, you, you can go in and have a game plan, but it's going to change consistently right in the middle of it. And, of course, in basketball, you do have timeouts. You have a limited number of those, but at the same time, you're not going to call a timeout if you don't see a picture, uh, the same picture that you want. And so you got to quickly make decisions based off of what you see right in front of you. And that's what's so impressive about, you know, Steph. They'll throw so many different defensive looks at him, and he consistently just figures it out on the fly and is able to adjust and not only get himself into the game, but most importantly, he gets his teammates into the game and and really allows them to be playmakers. And it's it's just really impressive watching him. I, I, I love Golden State and, it was interesting. I, I read an article with our, I listened to a podcast with, uh, Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr was talking about Brendan Aronson, who plays with the, uh, U.S. national team and how he's just essentially 
so similar to a point guard in the NBA. And it was really interesting listening to him, you know, refer to Brendan Aronson and the way he approaches the game. So there's a lot of similarities in it, which is which is awesome because I, I love watching that game. Well, when you bring up the point guards in soccer, Steve Nash, uh, a big soccer guy too, and, and one of the great point guards. So uh, we're talking with head coach, uh, technical director, Zach Prince of, of New Mexico United, um, winners of four in a row, uh, 12 points, uh, really made a nice jump uh, in the USL table there. Uh, so playing hoop uh, growing up, you know, you mentioned you hung around a lot with DJ's brother Austin uh the guy that'll be you know that's on the bag for Dustin Johnson did was Austin uh also one of your hooping buddies there uh coach Prince that's right we, we played a ton together and so um yeah he was he was a phenomenal athlete and they're they're I mean, you know doing their thing I guess they're you know moving away from the PGA but right. um they're they're amazing amazing athletes both of them, Austin and Dustin so you know, uh, you ended up playing uh, college soccer, professional soccer. We, do you do you believe? And I mean, uh, I I know you got you know a daughter. Uh, do you believe that kids should be playing you know multiple sports as the, as while they're growing up, coach? Like you did. I do. I, I think it's important to you know if you enjoy it, you go and play it. And, and what I think is important to that, and my mom always told me this is if you're going to say you're going to do something, go and do it. And so if you commit to you know, playing basketball or playing soccer, you just fulfill it. And if that means you have to go to two practices one day, that sometimes means that. And so um, that's what I would encourage kids to do. If they want to play multiple sports, go and do it. And uh, just make sure you're committed to it. All right. All right. That's uh, Coach uh, Zach Prince. Coach, uh, good luck Wednesday uh, trip to, to Oakland. Uh, and uh, we'll be uh, carrying the game. 8 o'clock is when it's going to start here. Mountain, our pre-match will co- uh, start at, at 7. Thanks so much, Coach. Good luck, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. That's him, the head coach, technical director for New Mexico United, Zach Prince. Doing a really nice job in his first season uh, there at uh, straightening uh, things out for this team and and jumping them into the mix here for uh, you know the the championship uh, discussion and uh, the, the home playoff match discussion still about you know sixty five percent of the season left um, but uh, still not too early to talk about that all right uh, that'll do it for this segment we've got twenty minutes more before Scott Galetti joins us and then we got the NBA Finals at seven. You're listening to Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team.